Whether you have social responsibilities, work obligations, goals to crush, you have kids that are involved in various activities or hobbies to enjoy, I think it's pretty safe to say that in general, we're busy. A single glance into anyone's calendar could prove as much, but it's not just that the whole world is busy, it's also really loud. People and pets and brands and that voice inside our heads are constantly fighting for our attention. We have more access now to more information than ever before. Opinions, ideas, knowledge, cute pet videos, and absolute garbage are at our fingertips, easily shared to anyone in our contact list. We're addicted to our screens. I don't know about you, but for me, it's hard to turn it all off. To take a moment to pause, to breathe, and just be. It's so challenging for me to take a moment to just sit with God and quiet all the rest of it. And if I'm being super honest, I wonder how hard I'm actually trying. If I'm really making the effort I need to make to silence it all and rest with God. I want to challenge you to also take an honest look at your own rest practices. During this episode, we're going to talk about three major ways God demonstrates the importance of rest for his people and how we can cultivate a life designed for rest. Let's do it. Welcome to Loved and Made Worthy. My name is Erica, and this is a podcast about embracing our God-given purpose and letting go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, and overachieving. If you want a deeper relationship with Jesus and are ready to ditch the labels that God never gave you, this is for you. Listen in as we journey with God to find out who He is, what that means for our life, and ultimately, who He created us to be. The story of rest first begins in Genesis. Genesis 2 verse 2 says, And on the seventh day God finished His work that He had done, and He rested on the seventh day from all His work that He had done. There are two things happening in this verse that I want to point out. First, God finished his work. He completed the work he set out to do. Not only that, but he does the work and he calls it good. And then second, he rested. He took a step back from the work. He didn't pick it apart and fret over it. He didn't check it off his list and set out to crush his next goal. He took a break. If we dive a little deeper into Genesis 2-2, we might get a more well-rounded picture of the type of rest we're talking about here. I'm going to do you a favor and not try to pronounce the word in Hebrew, but according to Strong's Concordance, the word rested in the original text means to repose, desist from exertion. Repose refers to a state of rest, sleep, or tranquility. Synonyms for desist are cease or abstain. Exertion is physical or mental effort. Rested, in Hebrew, is translated in a few different ways throughout the Old Testament, specifically this word for rested, that's Genesis 2-2. Some other words we see in English are cease, lack, eliminate, remove, put down, and stop. And we see these in other areas of the Old Testament. I love this picture so much. Listen, Isaiah 40-28 says, Have you not known, have you not heard, The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. God didn't need that rest. He doesn't grow weary. No, he took that rest because he finished the work 
and he saw that he didn't need to do any more. And also because he knew we were going to be over here in the 21st century trying to do all the things by ourselves and fit in all the activities with zero spare hours, running thin on patients, but still saying yes to every request that comes our way. No, God didn't need that rest, but he knew that we would. So he set the example for us in hopes that maybe we would follow. Sometime later, God establishes the Sabbath for the Israelites as part of the Ten Commandments. Exodus 20 verses 8 through 11 says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. And it says it right there. God led by example in this. They were to keep this day as a time devoted to rest in God. Of course, over time, we became extremely legalistic about this observance. And so when Jesus comes, he causes quite the ruckus over healing people on the Sabbath. And is this work? Is this not work? Is this allowed? Is it not allowed? And I love what he says in Matthew 12. Starting in verse 3, it says, He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. And in Mark's account, in chapter 2, verses 27 and 28, Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. We get to see how Jesus ushers in this new practice of rest along with the new covenant of grace. It's in him that we're able to find the rest that we were supposed to find by observing the Sabbath. Observing the Sabbath is not a law God expects us to keep now. But we have to remember that, according to Mark 2, the Sabbath was made for us, so there is merit to the concept of resting and intentionally taking time to rest with God. God demonstrated to us the importance of rest in three major ways. First, in prioritizing his own rest after creation. Then, in establishing the Sabbath. And finally, in sending Jesus. So how can we create a life that allows us to pause and breathe and just be with God? Well, the answer is by seeking Jesus. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 29, he says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Our rest is found in prayer in service, in studying and meditating on God's words, in being the hands and feet of Jesus. And the beautiful thing is, it's always accessible. That rest is never far from us. But just like God showed us, we have to be intentional about making it happen. It's not something that will just happen to us. So in the name of rest, this is going to be the final episode of 2022. I'm going to take some time to sit with God and just be. But I'm also going to plan out content for 2023. 
Episodes will resume January 12th, 2023, and new episodes will be released every other Thursday. So we're changing from the weekly schedule to every other week. I'm excited to see how the Lord grows you in your rest in the new year. That's all for now. I'll see you soon. I hope today's episode blessed your spiritual walk and brought you just a little bit closer to Jesus. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. I love to hear how God is using this in your life. And if you'd like to connect, be sure to join the Loved and Made Worthy Facebook group. I would love to see you there. Now, as we go our separate ways, I just want to remind you of three things. You are seen, you are loved, and you are made worthy in Jesus. I'll see you next time.